All right, before we get started on the 10th episode of the Aces on Bases podcast, I just want to point out that some of the topics which we discussed on this week's episode have since become irrelevant. We did on this episode discuss the possibility of the Blue Jays coming home on July 30th or whether they would have to wait until August 20th before they could return home to the Sky Dome. We recorded this podcast the night before the announcement was made that, yes, the Blue Jays are coming home to play at Rogers Center on July the 30th. So some of the, and there was something else that we discussed on this podcast as well that I can't quite remember right now, but I know there was something else that we discussed in this episode where it's now a, a moot point we recorded this on Thursday, July the 15th, so along with the Skydome stuff, there are some other topics that we touched on that are now past relevance. With that being said, enjoy the 10th episode of Aces on Bases, featuring a new co-host, Mer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 10th episode of the Aces on Bases podcast, and, you know... Tenth episode should be special episodes, and this one is. Stay with us and find out what's going on. Let's get this shit started. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Aces on Bases is back. We were on one of our, I would say, regular three-week hiatuses. We we tend to record an episode and then not agree on when we're able to record, so we let a couple weeks go by and then we record again. But it is our 10th episode, and we do have a very special person joining the show. But before I get to her, I do want to quickly say, on behalf of the Aces on Bases crew, I want to give a quick shout-out to one of the original members, Michelle. Michelle has decided to leave Aces on Bases. Unfortunately, things just weren't going to be working out just because he lives in Switzerland and there's a huge time difference between Switzerland and all of us because some of us are in Ontario. Tyler's out in, in Arizona. So it just unfortunately, we could never really coordinate anything with Michelle. And also just because of the lack of structure of the show because... All of us on this show are very much fly by the seat of our pants type of people. It's just it things didn't work out with Michelle. We wish they had hit, had have. We appreciate him be, ha- having the passion to want to be on this podcast to begin with. We definitely want to thank him for giving us the idea for the name of this podcast and we wish him luck in whatever he chooses to do moving forward. Having said that, we do have a replacement for Michelle. You may have seen her picking up steam on Twitter lately. She is known as the Blue Jays Twitter scapegoat and the Fisher Cats number one stan. It's Murr. Murr, welcome to Aces on Bases. Hi, thank you. It's an honor to be here. I love filling the diversity role of the crew. So 
<laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, that's not really what we were going for. We just we just look for cool people that want to talk about the Blue Jays, but. <laughs> You know what? Two birds, one stone. <laughs> well, good to see we're covering all areas. And well, we've got all the bases covered. Yeah, we we almost have a full crew tonight. We're we're only missing Noah. Joining myself and Mur tonight are Tyler, Lewis, and Detmers. Guys, how are you doing this evening? Doing all right. Nothing's been happening. All star break cool. The draft was interesting. Uh, it's been interesting. Yeah, the All Star break was cool until today, and we'll get into that in a sec. But uh, Tyler Demers, oh, yeah, Aaron Judge is a little too busy doing uh, T-Mobile commercials, and maybe should be getting vaccinated. It's a little and Subway busy. and Subway commercials. So I, I, I guess we know how Detmers is doing. He's already ready to go in and rant on on fucking Aaron Judge. But before we do, we're not sponsored by anybody for this show. But if anybody out there is listening to the show and wants to sponsor on Aces on Bases. We would gladly take sponsorships. And- exactly. Any of you Twitter people that go on and sponsor people's tweets that blow up, no matter what it is, except you know what? for some I'm of the things. Specifically, <laughs> sponsor them. specifically right now, I'm looking at you, pal, because I sent out a tweet a little while ago saying how great I think your headphones are. And that's fact. I have like four <laughs> pairs of Empow headphones. I discovered them last year during quarantine, and I've absolutely fallen in love with the with the quality of Empow headphones. For me, they're they're better quality than what fucking Raycon is. Raycon is just a fad, like fucking Beats by Dre was a decade ago. Raycon is actually shit, but they're a brand name that everybody knows and everyone is getting sponsored by. But Empow, if you want to sponsor us, we would gladly take that sponsorship. If not, that's fine. I still love your products and I'm still going to like talk the shit out of your products products because I absolutely love them. But if anyone does want to sponsor us, you can hit us up on Twitter at Aces on Bases. Our DMs are open, so feel free to slide right on in there. Or send us an email at acesonbases at gmail.com. And for everybody else listening to this, be sure you follow us on Twitter. Be sure you're listening to the show, giving us a follow, subscribing to us on all major podcasts and platforms. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Music, Apple, or sorry, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean, acesonbases.podbean.com. I'm sure we're on a bunch of other places as well, but that's the main one. Guys, as we said, it is the All-Star break this week. The All-Star game happened. Jay's first ever All-Star game MVP, Vladdy Jr. Man, did he put on a show with that fucking monstrous 468-foot uh, home run. Yeah, 468 homers. <laughs> That's like the guy on, in the home run derby, the guy that in someone's group chat put, oh, story hit one 512, 512 miles per hour. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that and I laughed my ass off. Yeah, he hit 468 different home runs in that game. Which is why he was the MVP. I, I You know, you can't argue with a man that hit, hits 468 home runs. Yeah, and people were still saying Mike Zanino was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> the only did, thing Mike Zanino was robbed didn't, of is... Didn't I, see somebody from, I, didn't I see somebody from Red Sox Twitter say Evaldi should have won MVP? <laughs> did Evaldi even pitch? I think he did. I don't, I don't know. Think... Maybe they were just like... Yeah, he pitched so an inning. He pitched an yeah. inning. Yeah, I remember... I'm in the Angels group chats, too, because I'm also, like, part Angels fan, right? 
and you know, you know, everyone hates Dodger fans, but like especially Angel fans, right? So there was a there was a great video of a guy saying a, a Dodger fan saying, "Oh no, Shohei Otani was terrible. You know, he's such a disappointment. Look, first round exit in the thing. Walker Bueller pitched an amazing game tonight, and Walker Bueller didn't pitch." <laughs> <laughs> the guy's just the guy's just standing there talking out of his mouth. Not it's all for the agenda. Exactly. Yeah, Avaldi pitched the fourth inning, by the way, just to get that out there. Yeah, it must have not been memorable, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I only know he pitched because everyone was like, How the hell did Avaldi get in the game in the first place? Like he shouldn't have been there. So I, I love how Andrew Kitteridge gotten in got in like i know he's doing well and i know he probably deserves it but it's andrew kitteridge like I, tell me that anyone like even casual baseball fans would not know this guy yeah. um, unless you're an unless you're a red sox fan blue jays fan yankees or orioles fan i doubt that a lot of people knew who this guy was you seen this guy with the big beard and especially the fact that he pitched like he pitched over some pretty High ticket guys. Well, and and that's the same with Chris Bassett. I had no fucking idea Chris Bassett existed, and then he tried to do his best impression of the Blue Jays bullpen by fucking blowing up in the All Star game and almost Joey Wendell too. <laughs> Joey, and then they on our broadcast they were like, you know, Joey Wendell and Kevin Cash love to play around. So when they said that Mike Trout wasn't playing, they said, "I'm going to take the next best player, Joey Wendell." And I'm like, did they did they expect us to find that funny? Like did did they did they expect expect us to be on the floor laughing? Like um, it could have been worse. You could have had Randall. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I would actually say that Randall is a slightly better choice than Joey Wendell. No, I I even I take, would not say that. I would take Wendell over Gritchick at any any minute of any day. To, to be fair, you would pretty much take. Anybody over Gritchick? I would. I would put because Noah of how strong your hate is. I would put Noah in right field over <laughs> over Randall Gritchick. I, I would have him making absolutely egregious errors in right field rather than employing Randall Gritchick in his two eighty nine on base percentage. Hey, he doesn't signed he a big the league in double plays to <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have to be good. He was drafted one pick before Mike Trout. And yeah, we, I mean, we're praying, we're praying that he has a, a over three hundred on base percentage. Wait, and, Think of it that and way. wasn't that by the Angels too? Didn't the Angels have back to back picks and they went Grichik and then fucking Trout? That's what makes it even worse. They're like, <laughs> yeah. all right, Mike Trout and Randall Grichik, which guy for the PR for the human resources state of things are we going to pick first? Randall Grichik out of Rosenberg, Texas. Uh, he's got no tools, but he's got hair. Can't he got walk. Mike Trout. This guy can hit meteors. And he's got a powerful jaw. Put Grichik first. Chick's good at hitting into double plays, though, so at least he has something going for him. <laughs> Chick's thing the double play. He leads right. the league. He leads the league. And oh Teo did a little shout-out to him in the game. When they compared him to Albert Pujols, they compared him to the double play. Wait, wait, wait. I I missed the Teo shout-out. What did what did Teo say about, about Oh, no, Patrick? he just grounded into a double play, and it really made me think oh. of my man Randall. <laughs> it was really sweet of him. Yeah, they were like, oh yeah, there was a. I forget who tweeted. It. I can go back and find it, but 
really nice tribute of Teoscar Hernandez there, um, grounding into a double play like his friend Randall Grichik. What a stand-up guy. <laughs> it's just... Like, PWG Frank is like the, the, the known guardian of Randall Grichik. Yes. But I'm not sure what his breaking point is. Like, when is he just going to realize that Maybe like he's too traded far in. and we eat his he's entire contract. In. That's when he'll realize. Like, That's well, when he'll realize. Is it going to take us getting like Will Crow for him? Listen, <laughs> like, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's blinded by the, by the handsomeness and that's okay. If, 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 if he's, if chiseled he, chin, if he loves that chiseled chin and that, that manly ruggedness that Grichik brings to the table, then all the power to him. I love PWG Frank. His tweets are, crack me the fuck up every single day and yeah. and aside from me he's pro he's like actually he's probably surpassed me in being the number one tweeter of reese mcguire masturbation jokes yeah reese reese is uh reese not much more to say but reese <laughs> yeah like, reese is reese i just like to, i just like to add that for those like four games that he was really good i know it was more than four but i'm gonna give him four I tweeted one of the jokes and everybody was coming for me. They're like, don't say that to our star. And I'm like, just, just give it a week. Like, just give it two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, 500 BABIP will go away eventually. I, I, I love the people that were telling me BABIP was a fake stat and he's actually producing. They were like trying to convince me. Oh, Reese McGuire, whether you like it or not, what, he's since, producing BABIP, BABIP. And now he's like, just got a... Like a Pop 200 OPS in his last like two weeks or something. Danny Jansen has become a better but, hitter than him. I, no, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go. That I, far. I I would just like to, I would just like to point out that Reese McGuire's production fell off as soon as I made an oath to stop making fun of him. So I think I need to start making fun of his situation again in order to bring his production up. I wish you, I think you have to bring the Dollar Tree jokes back. I think so. It, it has to happen. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was for the good of the team. He had a Twitter <laughs> before, like he before before the incident, the infamous day at the Dollar Tree. Um, he that sounds like a, the title of his biography, Reese McGuire, the day at the Dollar Tree. From Dollar Tree to Cooper, a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, Clearwater to Cooperstown. Story of how a dollar tree. You'll be <laughs> busting in your seats while he's busting in his car. <laughs> I don't. There's not a reaction picture I like more on Twitter than the picture of him, like in the back of the, in the car. <laughs> it's a great photo, man. That no, really does he... need to be a tops now car. <laughs> <laughs> remember i put that tweet up <laughs> the, the, the tops now 96 oh, overall reese mcguire with that oh party. my gosh because he's staring into nothing like he he knows what's about <laughs> he to knows happen. he's gonna get clowned for the rest of his career <laughs> he knows that the braves are gonna start playing michael jackson every time he comes to the park <laughs> i mean he should just own it and make that his walk-up song when when and if fucking Skydome ever reopens, that's a thing that's still ongoing. That yeah, he, we... He's going to get a standing ovation. 100%. He's going to get a standing ovation. He's going to get a louder standing ovation than Vladi just because of that. Yeah, and, and when, Bautista, when Bautista came back in a Mets uniform, that's going to be the exact reception. I think we should make posters with a picture and hold it up. 
No, or just him him in the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just print that just print that on a poster board and hold it up. Buy a I whole section in sure. the two hundred level and just have everybody hold up the thing. And then if anybody questions us, just well, get the you, 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 Twitter account. You know how uh, in Seattle with, with Felix Hernandez, they had the, the King's Court, and they all, all had signed fan <laughs> King's Court. We can do Reese's Pieces Corner, and we can all just be in that corner holding up that picture. The splash zone. The splash zone. <laughs> More like the splooge zone with Reese McGuire. <laughs> Or they, they should do a thing where there's a, there's a concession stand, and the more people that buy the, at stuff at the concession stand, Buck gets to say a line. Listen, listen, listen. If they Reese don't Reese. if they don't have a Reese McGuire Reese's Pieces deal at the concession, guys, stand. what about the bobblehead opportunities? <laughs> <laughs> you mean bobble hand in Reese's case? <laughs> <laughs> it, it won't be the head that's moving. <laughs> <laughs> Rogers is missing a huge opportunity to market recent stuff. I don't know why recent they don't piece. I don't know why they don't just hire us to do the marketing. <laughs> they gotta they hire you, memes. It's gonna really suck when he gets like DFA'd or traded. Like we're never gonna make these jokes ever again. Like, he already did. He got DFA. Oh, he already did get DFA. But eventually, <laughs> someone's gonna take end. him. I thought I it was the end. So. <laughs> and then he returned. Oh, what a, that was great. We should just hang a banner so we don't have to worry about that. That. Oh, why don't we just replace Alomar with him in the level of? X? Oh yeah. I, I was. I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> Just just have him ingrained in Blue Jays history one way or another. Or, or, or just get take out the DQ or the Invesco or whoever is sponsoring us now or Sonnet and just put Dollar Tree. Again, again, again with, with the banner, it's just the photo of him in the police car because how awesome would that just be on a giant fucking banner? Some line with, I'd rather get punched in May than get knocked out in October. It's like I'd rather get... Arrested. In February. Well, before before we uh, continue this rant on Reese McGuire, how about we talk about the draft? Because interesting, the, draft. the Jays didn't have many options when it came well, with our cheap budget and everything. So. I, Demers, I sure you, I sure you got a lot to say. We'll, we'll definitely, we'll definitely get in the draft in one sec. But I just do want to quickly finish up with the All Star Game and want to give a quick shout out to basically the entire AL East, but specifically the Blue Jays. The AL East accounted for eight of the nine hits for the AL All Stars in that game. The AL East drove in all five runs and scored all five runs, and the as Blue- we should. And the Blue Jays accounted for three of those runs driven in. So in the end, it was the Blue Jays three, the AL All-Stars two, and the NL All-Stars two. The Blue Jays won that game, in my opinion. But yeah, so I just wanted to wrap wrap up the All-Star game with that and gloat a little bit. And it's amazing how good our team actually is, how scary of a team we actually have if our bullpen wasn't complete shit. But we'll go more into that later. Detmers, why don't you get us back to the back to the draft? Yeah, this draft was extremely interesting because 
generally I'm sitting at my computer with Noah usually and we're like waiting for the picks to come in. This time I was on top of the car on Islington um, after Italy <laughs> once and basically screaming into my phone asking Noah, did we draft Solomato yet? We didn't. But this this draft I think had a lot more depth to it than last year's, but the it wasn't so top heavy, if you know what I'm saying. Like none of the picks this year were really slam dunks like Torkelson, Martin, and Lacey were. And, you know, it really came down to a lot of changes. You know, Pittsburgh going with Davis at one, which I really like for Pittsburgh. That might be one of the better picks of the draft. Marcello Meyer going at four to Boston. Really do not like that pick. I don't think I'm going to compare Meyer to Randall Gritchick. If that says anything, it says something. Five, Baltimore getting Kowser. I think... One thing that we kind of have to be worried about is Baltimore with drafting for some reason has been on, on the ball completely. They haven't missed once with Kierstad, with Mountcastle, now adding Kowser, Trimble, and a bunch of other guys in the late rounds to that team. They're looking scary. But with what the Blue Jays did with Gunnar Hogland at 19, at first, I know we're all in the same little group chat. I was like, I was, I was ticked off. I was, but you know, that came from a place of me expecting some other guys like, I was really high on Ryan Cusick, who ended up going to the Braves, and Salamedo, who went to the Pirates in the second round. But, you know, after kind of doing a little bit more research on the guy, you know, you know what happened with Pearson after Tommy John kind of took off from there. I feel like Hogland is the right fit for this team, and especially being able to snag him at one of the higher ceilings in the draft at pick 19 before he could get to the Yankees at pick 20 or the Cubs at 22 really, really was instrumental. And, you know, none of the none of the draft picks here were really slam dunks. So I don't think we missed out on much. And even our later round acquisitions really, really hit the point. And, hey, we got another Italian-Canadian on the team, Damiani Palmagiani out of uh, British Columbia, which I'm happy about. Oh, good. And another player where you're going to teach us how to pronounce their names correctly in a future episode. <laughs> Tommy Malone. Yeah, it's Malo- it's me. What happened to him? What happened to him? <laughs> he's still on the IL. Wait, is he pitching in the minors? Yeah, yeah, I think he's in he's Buffalo. A, yeah, he's, he's on his Buffalo, rehab stint he? now. He's he's close to returning, I think. No uh, way. He's I still on the sixty day on the mound. Yeah, hey. I miss him too. <laughs> that was really genuine. <laughs> because we do like he he. I don't know. There was something about his eighty-five mile per hour fastball <laughs> that spoke to us. It was like a fastball that was like. I'm trying my best. Gives us and hope. That was comforting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, continue on about the draft. Like, I, I think we did well. I think that the best drafts probably went to Pittsburgh, getting both Davis, Solomedo, Bubba Chandler in the next round. Baltimore. Tigers, Tigers did pretty well, too. Yeah, with Jackson Tigers did really and well. Jackson Job. I think Jackson Job. Ty Madden. Ty Madden. Yeah, so good. I think Jackson Job might be the the biggest slam dunk of the draft. Like last year you had a couple, but I think Job is the guy that has the highest ceiling in the draft and also probably has the highest floor. Did we Um, all see that Irv Carter video? I love that guy. That was great. I love that guy immediately. Yeah. And he's going to sign. And he's going to sign. DJs always go for character. And that's one of the things about the organization. That, yeah, that's, that's, really that's what we do with Stroman, Manoa. Exactly. You've got to go for know. character. I don't know what we were doing with Nate Pearson. He's like the whitest person ever almost. 
character. <laughs> I am see-through. Character, like in terms of like upstanding people and people that yeah. are. That's what I meant by that. Like I don't know why Reese McGuire is still on the roster, but yeah, yeah by that, by that, <laughs> by that description. Well, yeah. rehabilitation can... is possible. That's yeah. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, it's it's always good to to draft for the person as well because the person that you are can also has a big kind of has a big effect on your baseball career as well, right? Uh, in the way that you're able to adapt, in the ways that you're able to continue to learn. Not anyone with all the talent in the world can become a major league baseball player. There's a lot of other things that are that are at play, and I think yeah. that when the front office continues to draft guys that are strong mentally and physically. I think that's where you end up getting the best players and players that are eager to develop. And like you can see from the reactions of the guys that we drafted, like these guys are happy to be there. These guys are are ready. You see videos of them pitching with passion. I know one of the guys, I forget what his last name was. I think, but I know it was Con or something. I think we drafted him in the seventh round. You could see him on the mound. I think pitching ninja posted something of him pitching with emotion and stuff. You could see that these guys are 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 hungry, and that's the that's the best thing about these guys. I think we should stick you in the front office. Jeez, that was fantastic. Yeah, Detmers and Noah with the scouting reports on everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we do that in our free time sometimes. It's funny. <laughs> I've seen a couple I of think... them, including. Sorry, go. Oh, go ahead. I've seen a couple of them, including Carter, like interacting with Jays fans on Twitter as well already. And it's like nice to see how they've already like encompassed Toronto and like what we bring as well. Yeah, it, it's it's a community. You have to think of it that way. Like it's I, I think that that's the greatest part about probably being a Blue Jay is how the depth of the community that you have. Right there. There's perks to being part of every team. For for the Yankees, it's your your stature. It's the the lights and everything. Uh, for Toronto, it just happens to be the community around you and the support you'll, you'll get. And I think that really, when you're pitching for Canada, kind of brings a whole new kind of mentality to you. I'm not just doing this for one city. I'm doing it for a whole country. But that's you know so cheesy. You'd probably hear it in a Beamster commercial. So, <laughs> anyone else have any other thoughts on the drafts? Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about Hoagland. I think one of the more underrated people talk all the time about how he's getting Tommy John and how that's like a huge negative, and obviously it is. But, I mean, this was a guy that was probably going to be a top 10 pick if he didn't go down with that injury. And a lot of people have compared at least like the rehab to what Walker Bueller went Mm -hmm. through and when he got surgery right when he was drafted. And I think just that mindset's not always the best thing. I think getting, obviously, surgery is not good, but being able to rehab in Florida in the new facility for, I mean, he's seven weeks out from surgery, so he's going to have pretty much his entire rehab with the Blue Jays. And with Walker Bueller, we saw his velocity tick up a lot. I think just having that opportunity to work around the Major League staff and rehab in that way, I think that's going to do a lot of good for Hollywood coming back. Yeah, I I think that that certainly is, you certainly don't want a guy that's injured, but you know the way that Tommy John works. But one of the things kind of to go off on a little bit of a tangent, like someone died from Tommy John surgery. Did you guys see that? No. No. In, in oh, Japan? Yeah. yeah. No, I think, no, wasn't that in the Ivy Leagues? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From one of the Ivy picture that was from Japan, but it was, it was done here in the U.S., not here in the U.S. I'm in Canada. Right now, How do you even die from Tommy John? Here, surgery? let me let me search it out quickly. 
Tony yeah, he got just... a blood clot. He got a blood clot. Oh, oh man. Fuck. Yeah. That's, that's imagine the parents. Like, like you're going in for 20, a Okay, a twenty year old college baseball player in George Mason University died following complications from a Tommy John elbow surgery, according to his father. That's it's such terrible. a routine surgery and it's non invasive. You, you like it's 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 gonna be the first time ever, right? It is the first time ever. Did it happen recently? Yeah. Like, you, this was June this was June twelfth. So it just month. happened. Like what? as soon as I saw this, I was like, kid, "Is this real? It's it's crazy." That but, you is know, fucking awful. You, you never want to have Tommy John, but you know, the, if you read Jeff Passan's book, The Arm, you know, it basically says people come end up coming back stronger. I think Hogland is a guy that can do that, and he has an awesome name, so he fits in with the theme. <laughs> he does yeah, have awesome. a he does have an awesome name. A lot of gunners recently, because Gunner Henderson in Baltimore. Um, now we have a gunner. I think there's another gunner. I think maybe it's is it Washington? No, no. But I know that there's at least three of them now. Reese McGuire's just sad because now he can't use the nickname the Hog. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're all waiting for the cue. <laughs> Well, on that note, um, a trade just went down today, which probably is good for us, good and bad for us, because Jock Peterson was just traded to the Atlanta Braves and the return was Bryce Ball, which is quite a highly touted prospect. And that's for Jock Peterson, who was basically signed. I think it was a one year deal, right? With Chicago. Well, it pretty much confirms Freddie Free. He was the okay. Bryce Ball's a first base prospect with a really high power tool, but he was only in high A, right? And the Braves do expect to bring Freeman back, so it was kind of I think like there just wasn't room for him. Well, I if I were Atlanta, I would have been keeping Ball. He's what twenty three. Yeah, like he he's still high power tool. You're right. Good discipline, great discipline actually. But I don't know. I think maybe they sold on him too early, but. This does mean a lot for the upcoming trade deadline. Like there, there was a lot of value here, but we could really get Dickerson and Simber and uh, Richards and and Bowden for absolutely nothing in <laughs> Panic and Deleuze and Mackinville, which which is really interesting. Like we, I don't think we've recorded since that deal happened, have we? No, it was be, it was before that deal happened when we recorded. I am over the moon with the acquisition of Dickerson. Like, and Simber. Isn't he like the main part of the deal almost? You you can argue both sides, but like I, I think both guys are gonna have a great impact on the team. And it was like sort of left field. Yeah, it was. It was it was the first thing that ever that happened this year. Like the first trade that happened was just Craig Mish said the tweet, the Blue Jays have acquired Corey Dickerson, and I'm going crazy because I don't know. For some reason, Dickerson Dickerson and Jared Hoying for some reason, were my like my two favorite random players, <laughs> and to see us getting both of them in the same season w- was monumental. Probably bigger than bigger to me than the bat flip was. Would just, like, just a swindle too? I mean, what, Joe Panic and a real, and a guy I'd never heard of playing in like double A bullpen. It's fantastic. De- Detmers, would you say that your excitement about it was bigger than Lake Ontario? Bigger than Lake Ontario. <laughs> That's yeah. the big nickel. 
I haven't seen that commercial. Instead, it's being overrun with the It's Camp Day ads, which are just driving me insane. When was the last time we got a Mastercraft ad? Oh, I just got a Mastercraft ad. Somebody said they saw it during the All-Star game. Yeah, I got it during the All-Star game. Does someone volunteer to sing the Mastercraft commercial? I I was watching on MLB TV, so I I didn't see it pop up, unfortunately. Bend over to fix that shed. Something, something would... <laughs> again, because no, my voice is cracking. And, and, and Mastercraft, this, this is the episode you know, where we good. submit to the Grammys. Even when you stuck on, there's so much wood. Something I don't. It was. It's, <laughs> yeah, I I could do a, a whole episode on the commercials that come up while the games are on. Like, you better get sponsored now for that. Oh you? yeah, Ma- Mastercraft. I have I have a Mastercraft wet floor sign. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with wet floor signs for no good reason. You you know um, what's you up know, with you and signs, man? You know, I know I know. Ma- Mastercraft, you know what to do. Hit us up on Twitter at Aces on Bases. Shoot us an email, Aces on Bases at gmail Give us that sponsorship. Detmers will gladly butcher your song in return for. No, somebody. I wasn't butchering it. I actually <laughs> went to a singing school, um, and I'm not even trying right now. So, yeah. But I, I mean I'll, that that I'll, I'll singing do a better school, rendition later. That that singing school should give you your money back. <laughs> yeah, it, it should. <laughs> uh, I I gladly take my money back. But coming out of the break, the Jays forty five and forty two right now. How do you guys think we're gonna do in the second half of the season? Good. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do well. Uh, yes. Confident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that didn't. Yeah, it didn't sound great. But I was just thinking, like, what what is the what is the ceiling of the team? Is it second in the AL East? Is it running up there with the Red Sox? I don't really know. AL but. East champions. I said it at the beginning of the year. I'm sticking with it. I don't know. Hey, I don't I'm know. With I don't know if we'll quite hit that 95 win prediction that I went. That I. That was lofty, man. That was lofty. But the thing is, it wasn't like. If we had have been healthy, and if our if the good pitchers in our bullpen hadn't completely go- all gone down with injuries, we could easily be sitting at about anywhere from fifty to fifty five wins right now. There's an extra five to ten wins that we should have right now that we don't because we had shitty pitchers in the bullpen that completely fucking blew up and cost us games, and we could easily be sitting at about 50 to 55, anywhere yeah. between 50 to 55 it, it, Expected wins, right now. wins and losses has has us at 50 wins. Yeah. And what do, what do they have the raise at, like four? 54 wins, which is like what? one more game. With us, they have us winning five more games than we have. And the Red Sox? Uh, Red Sox would be one game above us with 51 wins, and they're at 55 wins. I really think that we're a better team than the Red Sox. We are. I, I we think totally uh, are. I think with we're the, a better with, team than the entire division, to be honest. We, I, I might just, actually. I'm. I'm a pessimist, and I'm known to be a pessimist, especially with baseball. But like, you know. In yeah. No way. <laughs> I, I really do think that this team, at, at its current state, is better than the current state of the other AL East teams because now, now Judge is going to be out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Judge we is out. We don't Chapman, wish upon that kind of thing, but like I don't hey. wish that and, ever. I would never. And, but. and we don't know how many either or who else on the Yankees. We know that there's what three confirmed cases of COVID. Gio Urshela and Kyle Agashioka, which are, are like are those two of their really big pieces. Were those and confirmed or speculation? Three pitchers. 
And Holy. Now, now Devers six and Bogarts. Total. Devers and Bogarts are they're they're not even sure right now. Like it, it's not a good situation. But anyway, like there was the Red Sox are also going to regress to the mean, partly because they're not a good team and were never were. And their pitching staff is going to blow up in their faces because it's they're getting Chris Sale back soon. They're going to get Chris Sale back. If, Chris Sale is if anyone knows about pitching ADR staffs rate. blown up in their faces, it's Blue Jays fans. Yeah, but it's hey, the bullpen was really good last month, and Robbie Ray has been a blessing upon this franchise. But Robbie ace, Ray is ace better of than the Ryu. staff. Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie Ray better come back. If you okay, if you had to sign back one guy, Ray, Ray. Oh, Ray. Ray. Because we have, we can, we can figure out the hitting. It's the pitching, pitching that's the issue. And so far, like Ray signed back so early in the offseason last year. Like I think he was one of the first signings. Like he clearly he wants was to be the here. first signing. The exactly. First. He clearly he wants to be here, and hopefully that hasn't changed in the last year. I Quick agree tip. with you. Uh, but the thing is, I really like Semyon. Like I also like him as a guy. Like he, yeah. You saw him at the All Star game. Like he's like really like he's just the leader, right? Like in kind of he, more Biggio than Biggio is. He he's what Grichik used to. Uh, he's like what Grichik used to be. No, he's he, what Grichik wishes he was. <laughs> yeah, wait. I think I said that wrong. Grichik prays like, every night. He's the Grichik, but the Jays are good now. No, but no, but what was Grichik like this? Was Grichik uh, the lead? He was Grichik because he, he was the old guy? I think Semyon's what Atkins wanted Grichik to be. Yeah, yeah. Sort when of, he signed yeah. that extension, but Man, he's just, like the lone wolf in a way. Like you, who do you see Semyon hanging around with? Like he, it's no like one. he's the really focused kid in school who just like ready to go to Yale and just does it without like talking to anybody, and he just rubs off on the rest of the team positively. Like, that's what I feel from him. That's, like, the feel that I get. And I think that's valuable, too. Like, I want to keep both of them. I'd rather have him than have Story. Just because of the way that he fits with the team. Like, maybe Story's a better player, but... And I think, I think they the- might get Simeon. Like, he'll probably be the cheapest middle infielder on the market out of that big group. Well, so. he's performing better than any other middle infielder that's going to be on the market. So I don't know about that. Yeah, I, he's I, older I, though. He's I, a little older. He's older. I, I do think somebody's going to end up paying overpaying for for Simeon. He's the only guy in the group that's over thirty. Who do you think it's going to be? Cincinnati. Cincinnati like, doesn't uh, have Oakland Giants. Do it. Giants maybe. Giants makes like, sense. Ray but is they have Tommy Lestella, don't they? They do, but Lestella's what? They're 34? freeing up a ton of money though. Yeah, and the Giants are really old, and it's like, near Oakland, where yeah, that's true. Yeah, that would be a good fit. Like San it Francisco, may- Cincinnati, those are the two places I really see him going. But like, yeah, I like Ray, I think is a necessity. Yeah, for this team I would, going forwards. I would agree with that because I don't think e- you can do without him. E- every like, team is doing- always looking for for pitching and starting pitching, and I think Ray is, as a lefty. I, I, yeah, I, as you said, I think Ray is more needed than what Simeon is. Because right now, let's say we re-sign, we re-sign Ray. Who, who's our who's our starting rotation? Who do we have for for next year? As of right now, at the end of the season, because Matt's is Matt's is a free agent, and I don't think they'll re-sign him. So right now, it's Manoa, Ray, Ryu, Ryu, and maybe Stripling. Stripling's held it together. I, yeah, I don't Stripling's mind. been good. I yeah. don't mind them. 
like in the rotation. Yeah, I was just going to say stripling for the four or five spot is decent. You think we're going to add? I, I, I'm just having trouble thinking of who it might be. At the deadline? I think, yeah, I think Marquez is in play. I, I also think Gallo, like you, you can't do both. You pick one and you do it. Like I'm just trying to figure out what the splash would be. Because if Marquez is available, I think you have to at least look at it. I, I don't know about did, Barrios. Didn't their, didn't their GM say they're not trading him? Yeah, they no said sense. that about Arenado, though. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, well that guy confused. did get fired. So that's true. true. <laughs> <laughs> I could see us getting Kyle Gibson. I do you like the Gibson we're idea? Overpay for I were my opinion. <laughs> I don't when know was the last time mean. Atkins overpaid for anyone not named Kendrick Morales or Tanner Roark? No, we didn't overpay for Morales. Morales was actually a good signing, and I will I will die on that. Well, okay, okay. All we got was Yoles for Zuleta, and that's it. Wait, we got Zuleta for right because of the money from the him. money. That's yeah, it. makes sense. And we got some other prospect from the A's that was really bad. But like, hey. I don't. I think that we're we can't bet so high on Gibson. Like, if look at his career statistics. It, his FIP and is it, average. And his like, baseball savant ain't great either. I mean, it's just all right. The, the, Gibson is a guy that Yankees fans are going to be like, oh, my God, this guy's one of the best pitchers in the league. And they're going to trade for him. I think it's also <laughs> the same for Barrios as well. Like, he's, he's just... Barrios is a slurve. You cut out. Yeah, you um, still there, Lewis? Lewis? Oh, no. All right, Lewis is gone. Well, is Tyler and Murr still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, I just said a whole thing and no one heard me. That's great. It's like what happens with me, except I'm the one that's recording. So usually if it happens to me, it still picks up what I say. <laughs> yeah, so what I was saying was, when I look at Barrios' page, Baseball Savant page as well, like nothing jumps off the page at me as saying, this is kind of the, the pitcher that's going to get us over the edge. Feels like just another raw stripling that we're putting in the rotation almost. Ugh, I don't know. I don't think they'll go after starting. Uh, maybe I, they do. I, yeah, I think I they think don't. their priority is mainly going to be the bullpen. But at the same Craig, time, at, at the same time, no, the, please, at, no. The, at the same time, we have guys that are going to be coming back soon. So we just sent Castro down, and speculation is that Baraki is going to be called back up. So tomorrow, yep, we'll, we'll see. But I, I think the bullpen is definitely going to be their their main wait, focus. Wait, Detmers, Detmers, tell me yes. why Craig Kimbrell. You cut out again, but I know where you're going. So I'm just going to go from here. So well, the reason sorry I. Sorry about that. No problem. The reason why I'm not big on Kimbrel right now, the Cubs are going to ask too much for him. They got Bryce Ball out of Jock Peterson, and we're expecting to get Craig Kimbrel for nothing. What, also, what would you give up? I wouldn't. I wouldn't give. I wouldn't even give up a Relvis Martinez in this case because. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Kimbrels and that they'll ask for more than that because it's the Cubs and they got Bryce Ball out of Jock Peterson, right? Like, yes, I know he's having an absolutely Zach terrible year. Like oh, terrible wait, Bryce year. Ball. Bryce Ball is Bryce Ball's having a bad year. Sorry. Yeah, but I'm talking about Kimbrel. Yeah, Kimbrel's yeah, having bad. a Zach Britton esque year right now. Like yeah. prime Zach Britton type stuff, and like better than he's ever pitched before, Kimbrel. But he's not going to continue to do that no. past this year. 
and this I contract am not is paying, pretty terrible. <laughs> I am not paying like what was it? Four years, forty-three million. I'm not paying that for a thirty-three-year-old reliever. I am not doing that. This baseball not savant up- page is crazy. Good. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's crazy good. Xwoba hundred hundred percentile expected ERA hundred percentile expected batting average a hundred percentile expected slugging a hundredth percentile barrel percentage ninety third K percentage a hundred whiff a hundred chase rate ninety four he, uh, he's having a great year his ERA plus is six hundred and ninety nine so that should tell you anything you need to know but he's not going to continue to do this it's like this imagine who's it was another comparison I can give. Okay, well, even if he doesn't, he's still going to be pretty good. He'll be valuable, but not as much future value as like a fifty-five future value guy in Martinez, right? Like that's I, I just have trouble balancing that out, right? And especially if we don't sign back Semyon, which I want to sign him back. Guys like Grosha and uh, guys like uh, Martinez are going to be more va- more integral to the team because Semyon's no longer there, so they're going to have to be on that come up track quicker with guys like Martin and Groshans. So, so, if we're, so if we're not getting Kimbrel, then is it Richard Rodriguez and then just waiting for Julian Merriweather to reappear from the shadow realm? Here's what I think. I think it's, I think it's Will Bet, uh, David Bednar. David Bednar. I think it's David Bednar and a, and a high ticket starter. Well, I'm now looking up who this guy is. David that's, Bednar. That's what I'm thinking happens. And I'd like to hear everyone what they have to say about who you who think we're going to get so everyone can roast I, me I later. Just, I just want to interrupt for a sec. Rob Gillies of the Associated Press just tweeted out a couple minutes ago, according to Prime Minister Trudeau, Canada could start allowing fully vaccinated Americans into Canada as of mid-August for non-essential travel. What do you guys think that means for the Jays' chances of returning before August 20th? Well, I'll see you August 20th. It'll be my birthday, so... (laughs) Hey, that'd be a great birthday present. I will see you all there. July 30th is looking less and less likely, so hopefully August 20th it'll be. Agreed. I'll take any day at this point. I just want to know. Like, I hate this back and forth. I hate going on Twitter every time and seeing that, like, different people have different stories and none of them are right. I just want to know. If it's August twentieth, so be it. But just like tell us. Yeah, I, I and there's to, the Blue Jays hot stove account. Just like <laughs> yeah, doing different things I, every time. I had to, Twenty minutes. I had, to, I had to delete my tweet about the my first base umpire because uh, Chris Black he messaged me saying, "Yeah, that's not true." And he works at Sportsnet, so I was like, "Well, okay, I'm just gonna believe you." <laughs> way way to go, Lewis! Tweeting out false information, getting yeah, fake really, news. Really should have done a background check, shouldn't I? I I I thought Joe Buck was the worst person this week, but apparently it's you, Lewis. Apparently, <laughs> it's you. I'm so lucky I wasn't on the Joe Buck feed. Oh, God. oh, I got that feed. It was it was beautiful. It was so brutal, dude. Like <laughs> ask trying to interview players while they're in the middle of their fucking bats, like. Tatis and Cruz, like, Tatis at a certain point just got fed up and stopped answering questions. Cruz was just trying to fucking ignore Joe Buck right from the get-go. He had the one pitch at bat just to get off the mic so he could go back in the tight count. His his Vladdy call was pretty good, though. The homer, that was pretty good. Even though he's asking Tatis about Vladdy's grandma's cooking in the middle of the call, but other than that, it was was pretty good. It was okay. I wouldn't say it was... I wouldn't say it was great, but it was okay. That like I wouldn't be. It, it's kind of rude, like the way that they kind of treat him with his weight. 
like the mm-hmm. the whole thing about the grandma's cooking is the that's the line that they give to him. Like I don't know if I agree with that. Like I think that well, there are many De- Detmers, you got to remember the thing is Joe Buck is awful at what he does. He's he not is, a good yeah. commentator. He's not a good interviewer. He is awful and should have been fired from Fox years ago. Just put Nick Castellanos in the booth and make him do home run calls. I want to see him do the home run calls. I don't, I don't really get the Joe Buck hate. I think and, he's just and there's right. a deep drive to left by Guriel, and that will make it a 3 nothing ball game. Like, it just... Okay, I have, a, anyway. I have a genuine question for you guys. Yep. Go ahead. Who's a worse interviewer, oh Joe Buck or Arash Madani? Oh, uh, geez, Arash is so terrible. Arash and he's a good guy. Here, like, here interviews. Here, here's the reason why Arash is worse than Joe Buck, and this this is the primary reason. He's got no excitement in his voice. Like he just, you couldn't tell if he cares to be there or not. There's, there's no there's no infliction in his tone like he doesn't get it it's just the same monotonic level the entire time you can't it tell makes if, us you can't it tell makes if us he's appreciate happy. Hazel you can't May. tell if he's sad you can't tell if he's shitting his fucking pants live on air <laughs> like and that's the that's the only reason why i i'm picking a rash because they're they're equally awful with asking questions and and being awkward with it but it's just the fact that joe buck actually shows enthusiasm for what he does which makes him better than a rash one what quick interruption travis snyder just hit a, just put the Gwyneth stripers the braves triple a team just hit a go-ahead homer and i'm watching the video and thinking of what could have been but back to that you, you um, mean yeah. uh, Tra- travis snyder the man that would be a perennial top 10 mvp candidate according yeah, to him. mike wilner <laughs> him that guy who was definitely a perennial MVP candidate, but I'm sure Rash Madani is an amazing guy, probably extremely kind, but like when he, I, I remember one that stands out was he was interviewing Bichette and mm. Bichette was like, is this guy really interviewing me or am I interviewing him? And he was just like, he, he looked so done with this interview. He's just like, guys, get me off the field. Like it, it was, it, it looked rough. Like none, just, none of the players look enthused to be interviewed by Rash Madani. Yeah. No, Hazel, but they'll look confused with Hazel or with makes um, us yeah makes us appreciate Hazel. Hazel's good. Let us just do interviews. Bring us on Sportsnet. <laughs> Let us interview people. So Reese, <laughs> Reese, we got a question. Listen, go um, go go listen to our interview with with, I was at with the, Danny I was from at Danny's the Dugout. L- listen to our interview with Jolly Olive. We can handle interviews. Let us do hey, the interviews. That was a great interview, by the way. He's we awesome. nailed that. He 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 messaged me. He wants to be back on the show, and I said we'll be glad to have him. We're just trying to with everyone. Oh my God, let's go! Let's with get everyone back getting here. back to work in Ontario and things Mets reopening. Jays World Series, we'll do it. Hope, I'd be so happy. I'm hoping. I, I, want, I want to see the Mets succeed, man. I want I'm, to see I'm hoping in the next week or two to have Jolly Olive back on. But yeah, he he has reached out and definitely would love to come back on the show, and we'd absolutely love to have him. So we just gotta we just gotta figure out like a regular fucking recording schedule so we can actually get him on. <laughs> yeah, we need to figure that out. Hey Detmers, your uh, your David Bednar pick for trade. Yeah, I'm like I'm liking it. I'm liking oh, yeah, it. I just looked. 
I just looked that up too. That's crazy. He, was this he the guy the with the crazy slider that Pitching Ninja was tweeting about a while ago? Yes, he is. And he, his brother just got drafted to the Giants in the first round, Will Bednar. I really go. like That's why guy. I recognize his last, night, last name. Was this he, on the, guy, oh yeah, he was on the Padres, yeah. This guy is sneaky good. I, 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 really, I really think that I would be comfortable giving up a decent prospect for this guy. He's still 26 years old. He has a lot of room to grow. If you pair this guy with Pete Walker, you could be mm-hmm. getting a, a, an elite high-leverage reliever for quite some time. Man, I'm really liking that Garrett Richards and Simber deal. They're just like a guy. They're Garrett just Richards. a dude that gets three outs. That's just it's so rare on this team. It's great to yeah, see. Garrett Richards. He's huh? just I. I think one outing I saw and I was like, hey, I'm happy. <laughs> wait, Garrett wait. Richards is on the Red Sox. Uh, who's like uh, Garrett Richards? Well, who's the Trevor, guy we traded oh, for? Trevor Richards. Trevor Richards. Silver That's hair my, guy. Whoops. Silver hair. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Anyway, I That's think awesome he's all right. In the hair. I like it. Anyway, I, I, I like it. And, oh, Rowdy's gone, though, which I'm kind of sad, but yeah. There, there should be a montage of Rowdy's great moments as a Blue Jay, and it would be 10 seconds long. <laughs> well, he hit that homer in Fenway, and that's it. He had a lot of homers there. He had a lot of homers there. 505-foot home run, or per se. Like, I can't find a video of it anywhere. I'm sure you can find a way to search it back, like in the MLB film room. No, on Savant. If you kept, if if you keep pressing, I, home, I, I, I've done that before, and I still haven't found it. No, no one, no one wants to admit that it actually exists. Yeah, yeah. they, they no. don't want it to be found. <laughs> the Red Sox are too embarrassed. Yeah. To have the, when hey. Milwaukee, when when Milwaukee called, Atkins was like, uh, he was the guy who hit that like five hundred foot home run. It's like, got any video of it? No, just just believe me. Trust me. Trust me. I, it, it happened. I, I was think- there. <laughs> I used to think that our lineup would be Bo Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., the two old, because I like hitting like elite hitters in the two spot. But I've kind of changed to putting elite hitters in the three spot in my head now. But And having our three four hitters being Roddy Telez at three and Derek Fisher at four. And I was so sold on that idea of Telez and Fisher combining for 80 home runs a season. And you know, that that's how wrong I have been. <laughs> And and I think with that, because we are we are over an hour now, and I don't feel like doing a whole lot of editing now that I'm back to work. So we'll start to wrap things up. But before we go, guys, what are your predictions for the Jays for the rest of this season? What do you think they will finish up with record-wise? And do you think they'll make the playoffs? We'll start with, well, Murr has her mic muted. So we'll go Tyler, Lewis, Detmers, and then we'll go Murr. So Tyler... Thoughts on how the Jays will do and will they make the playoffs? Yeah, I think I think they'll make the playoffs as one of the wild card teams. I think they'll be around eighty-five to ninety wins, maybe. I think the A's will fall off. I don't see Cleveland being in it at the end. So I think it's most likely gonna be two AL East teams in the wild card game. I can see that. Lewis? Well, if we don't go to the postseason with uh, the monster trade trade deadline, I predict we're going to have be a massive disappointment. So I think we're going to have a really good second half. We're going to go to the playoffs. Do you want to have a record prediction? Or are you going to pass on that? I can't be bothered to do any math, but we're going to win more games than we lose. So. <laughs> All right, Detmers? Listen, I'm not sure. I, I'm going to leave it at that. I really think that a lot of teams in the AL are going to regress, and I think we could benefit from that. I think that 
if we continue to follow the same path, I, I feel like we will get better. I feel like we will sneak into the playoffs. I, I, and I guarantee that regardless of if we make it or not, the AL wild card will be two AL East teams. Record-wise, I think we could crack 90, but only 90. No more than 90 wins this season. That's the, that's the 100% scenario. So I think that would be our absolute ceiling. All right. And Murr, do we make the playoffs? What do you think our final record is going to be? I'm thinking a wild card spot. The second one, we're four and a half games back. Just saying. I think I'm thinking around 85 wins. I don't I'm not I don't have 90 in the horizon, but I'm hoping that everybody gets healthy again and we can just grind it out and get on a long wing street. But we'll see. All right. And I was going to say 90 wins as well, but Detmer, Detmer's beat me to that. So I'm going to one-up him, and I'm going to go with 91. I'm going to say the Jays finish with 91 wins, and in my heart, I, I, I choose to believe the Jays are taking the East. Like Detmer said, I think a lot of teams in the East are going to regress. The, the Rays, I think, are going to be our biggest competition, but I do think that the Blue Jays are going to go on a tear in the second half. I think we're going to make some moves at the trade deadline that are going to help the team out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still sticking with my prediction at the beginning of the year that we're going to win the AL East, but I'm going to adjust the win total from 95 to 91. And having said that, we want to thank everybody for tuning in for our 10th episode. I want to thank Murr for joining this, this podcast. And I, again, want to thank Michelle All right, so the audio cut out at the end there, but what I was trying to say was I want to thank Mir for joining us for her first episode and making her debut this week on Aces on Bases. And I want to once again thank Michel for his contributions to the show. Again, it's unfortunate that things didn't work out with Michel and the podcast. We really want to have him on We know how excited he was to be a part of the podcast, but unfortunately, just with schedules and time zone differences, it didn't work out. But I do want to thank him for his contributions to the show. And just before we sign off for the for the week, I just want to let everyone know once again that you can find us on social medias at Aces on Bases on Twitter. I said I was going to make a TikTok and an Instagram. I have not done that yet. I'm still working on getting a Facebook page up. Uh, That is not up yet either. But you can follow us on Twitter at Aces on Bases, as I said. And you can find the podcast on most major podcasts and platforms. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn Radio. I believe we're on iHeartRadio. And, of course, Podbean, acesonbases.podbean.com. And if you want to help support the show by grabbing some merch, we do have a merch store, shop.spreadshirt.ca slash acesonbases. We've got a couple of designs up right now. You can get some hats, some t-shirts, some mugs, some buttons, and some stickers, I think. But yeah, again, shop.spreadshirt.ca slash acesonbases. And again, if there's anybody out there that wants to sponsor the show and help this show grow... Again, you can DM us on Twitter or you can send an email to acesonbases at gmail.com. With that out of the way, 
As always, guys, whether you're listening to this in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening, whatever time of day it is, where you are, when you're listening, we thank you for listening, we appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you next time.